we are so excited to have you guys back uh, don't forget to like and follow um, give us five stars uh, not because we need them but so that we can share the um, gospel with many more people the more um, awesome ratings we have the more people are, are to, uh, more likely they are to listen um, today there is like a really special um, topic we're going to be talking on and it's the Holy Supper mm-hmm. um, I, I know that a lot of uh, people view this differently but it's honestly such a beautiful thing and um, it has so much so much power uh, literally there is power in his body um, and in his blood and in, in his death and his resurrection and uh, we are given the privilege uh, to to partake in this uh, supper we could call it or partake in this um, mm-hmm, I don't even want to say ritual because it's not really a ritual but we are just given you know the privilege to partake in this period and I, I think we should start with like the basic and uh, that would be in first Corinthians eleven twenty four, and it says this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup you you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood for the Lord. So let a person examine himself then. And so eat the bread and drink of the cup. For whoever eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. And I, I think the guys, if I talk too much, please uh, jump in. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the first thing that is important to say is... Um, the figure right that the bread is the figure of of christ's body which we uh i want to keep saying inhale but i know that's not the the word which we we eat and um right we we eat his body and mm-hmm. and the cup being his blood right mm-hmm. and I, I think one of like the the most beautiful benefits at least that i've learned is um that when we do this we we don't remember his like the happy times right like jesus was born our savior uh like a lot of people right like celebrate uh christmas thinking that's the day he was born which he wasn't go listen to our podcast on christmas um (laughs) and uh we we don't realize that the the part that was so important and so not that his birth was not important because it is but the part that was so impactful was the fact that he came to die for us Mm -hmm. and not only that he died but that he was able to resurrect and with that resurrection he brings us um eternal life right which i i think is so beautiful right and the fact that we get to partake in this like maybe he's not dying and resurrecting in front of us and he did a long time ago but the fact that we get to remember it every time that we want when we eat a piece of bread and drink um wine juice whatever you'd like in your in your cup the fact that we get to remember this and be part of this to me is such such a privilege i don't know if you guys have anything to add yeah i I agree um i would like to say that the holy supper just like you said it's very it's a very powerful thing also what the holy supper does to you is uh um it typifies it's not that it is but it typifies with faith it becomes his flesh and his blood and by doing that um not only do you only intake what he is but your genetic as well changes um it's almost like saying um like a blood transfusion Mm -hmm. right you are taking his blood and you're taking his flesh so what this does it it breaks any chains any generational chains that Mm -hmm. you had before and it replaces with the freedom of god of jesus christ that's why the bible says that remember uh remember remember me 
in my death because just like my sister said, the fact that a God made flesh came only to die for us. Mm -hmm. People that have a certain a finite amount of time to live, a God, a deity, a God that has a list forever, a God that has been even before we were even aware of, thought, mm -hmm. of a thought, he was there building, doing, saying, and yet when he gives us this sense, this sense of, of his flesh and his blood, he's changing us, he's changing our blood. And and, and I just want you, since my sister read, uh, read it, I want, to, I want to say, and I want to kind of just explain to you guys a little bit about the 29 it says for anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself mm -hmm. uh, this 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 version and what it, what it wants to say it doesn't mean that if you sin and you come and take the the um, the holy supper it doesn't mean that you can't drink it in the contrary what the holy supper does it cleanses us mm -hmm. it cleans us so if you sinned you are a prime candidate to mm -hmm. take it you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing that this is saying is if you look at the original word of uh, uh, of it says um, whoever without discerning, it means to take it lightly, meaning to completely forget how special that moment is. And that is uh, one of the mistakes and one of the troubles that we might have. For example, most of you guys have been Christians since you guys were younger, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So if you guys just come, for example... I asked myself this. This is not Bible, guys, but this is, I call it Danny juice. Sorry, da Danny sauce. <laughs> I was saying this. If you don't discern it, then you take it lightly, right? Or you might take it to the extreme and only come, like if you're a Catholic, only on supper days. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, the church is blasting through the doors on Santa Cena days. Mm -hmm. That's not what God wants. God's days is every day is important, even supper. Mm -hmm. That's why that's why that's why he says, take this any time that you want. Meaning, do you feel alone one day? And do you feel like you're dirty? Yeah. Take it mm -hmm. at your house. Do you feel one day that you need to take it? Take it. Do you, are you getting ministration? Uh, you you getting how do you, how do you call it? Uh, ministerial counseling. Yeah, ministerial counseling. Take it, bro. Take it. That that is for that's for that's what I'm saying. God doesn't want you guys to to make it like a holy day, like like oh my, God, it's the holy day of the holy supper. No, but take it as important. Oh, we're doing the holy supper. Oh, it's a moment that we have to uh, discern. Yes, you have yep. something to say. Yeah, um, I was gonna like add on because if you keep going to verse thirty, it says that's why many of you are weak and ill, some and have some died. have oh. died. Meaning, if you don't discern really what the holy supper is. Then you wonder, why am I still feeling this way? Why am I dead? Why am I still feeling weak? And I've asked God, oh, come heal me. Come, like, uh, take what I'm feeling. But then are you actually taking the Holy Supper how you're supposed to be taking it? And then sometimes I put myself an example because I remember before I would get really mad at my sister. I'd be taking the Holy Supper and I'd be like, bro, like, what am I doing? And then, and then I come, like, the next month I'm like, Jesus, forgive me because... I, I didn't ask for forgiveness that day. And then this brings me back. I think David said this once, forgive the sins that I do remember and the ones that I don't remember. Because also in the Holy Supper, you have to remember that you have to forgive all of the sins that you don't remember and that you remembered. Because like, I, I remember you preached about this, but when you're getting ministrated or when you're getting like, like cleaned out, there's some like, there's like hidden like dust. There's hidden like, um, yeah. Sin. Like yeah, there's hidden sin that maybe you don't know about. Maybe it's just a a generation that you're going through, which is why the Holy Supper like it cleans you. And if you don't take it the right way, then you could keep getting weaker. You could keep dying. 
and then there will be no spiritual growth in you. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like the to like bounce off of that like the idea is like whenever we whenever we take like the supper obviously we don't take it just to take it because like what was it like being younger when i was a little kid like i would only see take it honestly take it just in front of my parents just like take a little quick sip and just bounce and just like yeah. i did my part <laughs> I'm, de- I'm out that's I'm like done. i'm saved right <laughs> but what i think it's important that we know understand the context of why we take the supper right um which is obviously a to obviously give thanks to the lord right and b obviously to cleanse our sins and also be conjointed conjunct yeah conjoined. yeah conjointed with the lord right and what also i find pretty interesting in luke 20 22 it says right here and likewise the cup after he had eaten saying and likewise the cup after he had eaten saying <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> this okay. cup is that pour- this is the cup that has poured out for you and this is represents his blood right which obviously when we all know when jesus was crucified when he was ribs were cut wide open not blood came out water came out which is in this term of context like was it when we take the um, the wine it's not his blood it's more of the word that yeah. we're consuming right and it's our jobs to carry throughout the month obviously to be able to um to carry that word within us and also like spread the gospel as well I, I, and i was going to tell you is that that the keep in mind that, that the importance of of what you have around your house needs to be like um you guys need to be spiritual enough to understand this right mm-hmm. for example you need to take santa cena bro asap mm-hmm. and all you have is water and bread do you just give up on life and just say oh, i can't take it anymore <laughs> They're back no to those bro days. you pray you pray and say god I, you know i don't have this mm-hmm. i can't afford anyone i can't afford i can't afford any grape juice mm-hmm. lord make this little water that i'm gonna pour out in my cup let it be let it be wine and you know mm-hmm. that my heart is in the right place that's why that's why i believe that like even what we just said right now guys honestly we have to understand that the holy supper is important right mm-hmm. it's important I agree. but it's not what the whole church you know, it's, it's upon like it's not like oh, it's a special day. You better not miss. You better no no right. It's it's an important day, but it's more important of what it does to you than the actual day mm-hmm. because we do it once a month. But there's people that do it every day, mm-hmm. and there's people that, that do it uh do for every that people could do it in every every hour. Mm-hmm. The thing is that when we stop, just like just like you said, right? Just like when you were a little kid, which I find it cute, right? Like like God understands that part of your life as well right when you just you come and you take it you be like hey i'm done thank you very much like he's not gonna take it against you either right Mm -hmm. he understands that you're a baby you're Mm -hmm. a little kid but what we have to understand is that when he when he gives it to us when he gives us this this beautiful weapon because it's a weapon as well Mm -hmm. we have to take it and we have to understand just like you just just like you were saying you Mm -hmm. have to understand and discern what it was yes go 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 I was just in line until you finish your thought. No, go, go. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, go. You said like this. I said, okay. You didn't finish. No, I I I was just saying, like, me next. (laughs) Okay. I I was going to read you guys John 6.53 where it says, So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And this almost sounds creepy, guys. But remember, it's not really like you're going and like digging up a grave and like eating Mm -hmm. flesh and blood, right? It's just like the figure of it. Um, And I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the living father sent me and I live because of the father. So whoever feeds on me, he will also live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven not like the bread that the fathers ate which is the manna and died whoever feeds on this bread will live 
forever. And I think this is like the main benefit of the Holy Supper, right? That it's like when you are uh, drinking his um, his uh, his body blood. and no drinking his blood and eating his body body thank you danny um what we are doing is we are abiding in him and when we abide in jesus we abide in the father because jesus is uh can you explain what abide is so people yeah, live in live in mm-hmm. uh have, have to be within him. yeah to be within um and that's beautiful because if we're living in jesus we have all of the benefits of jesus right which is when we say we have the genetic of jesus when we say when we have healing when we stop being dead when we start living and obviously guys it's not like oh we die one day and we wake up the next day it's spiritual death right mm-hmm. when there's separation between us and god and when um when we start to take this and take it with understanding as danny was saying we we realize that what is happening is that we are going from dead to alive and every day we get closer to having not just a short life on earth but uh eternal, eternal life. life yeah mm-hmm. so um what stood out to me from what you said was that like was it when we partake the the, the holy supper right so it's technically seeing like what was it like you're asking for his dna well you're taking his dna um his body and his blood within ourselves right and whenever we take the blood of jesus it's like edding, edifying us biologically biologically yeah. and biologically. spiritually right yeah, so i'm just making sure so it's the okay. kids won't roast me in the comments <laughs> <laughs> so whenever we take that it's like wherever we go obviously <laughs> i'm sorry that was, okay. that was so dumb <laughs> no kids roasting me okay so um <laughs> so whenever we take like the blood of jesus within us and also the the body as well the bread um it says right here um in romans 13 4 um, you can follow me if you want. Um, but put on the Lord of Christ and make no provision of the flesh to gratify its desires. So what I got out of that verse was that whenever we're taking the Santa Cena, um, we can't be we can't be committing sins over and over again, right? Obviously, with Jesus being or His DNA being within us, we have to be like have our eyes fixed on Him first instead of just like. Oh, I took the Santa Santa. I can do whatever I want for this mm. like following month. I can do whatever I want for the next week or whatever like that. Whenever the next time comes, it's like hard reset. But really, in reality, you're going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it the whole point is to go? Um, there's a saying like, was it like from like? I remember you said it with my parents. Um, it's like okay. it's always to work from the shoulders and up. Oh um, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. That, it's like that, but like in the sense of like spiritual, spiritual yeah. sense. You yeah. know what I would hear people say? And honestly, I remember I got pretty angry at them one time. I was hearing some people saying. Uh, uh, I would be like, no, guys, let's not talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but it's okay, dude. Santa Cena's on Sunday, <laughs> and, that, and that's when that's when we stop discerning the the just what you were saying, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole point is, your jump start should be God forgave you all the way up to here. Now let's struggle with what's coming here and after. Don't struggle mm-hmm. with what God forgave you, and that's something really hard to ask for, right? Because it most likely, if you're gonna struggle with something, it's because you're gonna struggle with something old, right? That's the thing that you struggle with, right? Yeah, I was gonna tell you, Danny, that just because we do it like in the form of bread and wine, uh, even though if it's something physical here on on Earth, it's what it really does in heaven that matters, right? Mm-hmm. It has like a a reaction, almost like it has an impact uh what we do here that is earthly it has an impact on what's heavenly so like what you were saying right like we take it and we are genuinely like repentant and we're like we don't want to be like this anymore and so something in heaven happens and it brings down a change and because we 
now abide in Christ, mm -hmm. in Christ, because now we ab abide in Christ, we have that like extra strength to say no, to have self-control. We understand that God has not given us a spirit of coward, uh, cowardness, mm -hmm. um, but a spirit of power, of love and of self-control. And we take that, we take his word, uh, like you were saying, the bread, also figure of his word, the wine, right? And everything. And uh, when we do that, we understand that what we're doing here on earth has repercussions in heaven. <coughs> You know, I was going to tell you, there's a, in Exodus 12, uh, it's Moses trying to take out uh, Israel out of, out of, um, the, um, out of Egypt, right? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because the 10th plague wasn't uh, a regular plague, but mm -hmm. it would take every, it would take the life of every, um, what do you say, firstborn mm -hmm. of, of everybody that was around there. And honestly, what, what the Lord asked of the Israelites is what shocks me because he didn't say, be holy. He didn't say, consecrate yourself, even though we should consecrate yeah. ourselves. But he said, smear the blood of a lamb in the door of your household, and the tenth plague shall not take, shall not take by you. So when the spirit, the spirit comes down and he goes into these houses, mm -hmm. what was he looking for? Looking for the, the, huh? blood. the blood. The blood. Yeah. Did he look for the worthiness of the people inside? No. Did he, did he look at that? That's exactly what the blood does to us. Mm -hmm. When those evil spirits come down and try to look for blood and they see the blood of Christ, they're like, oh, not here. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly, I feel just like, just like you were saying, there's a lot more spiritually that's going on than mm -hmm. what we think here. Mm -hmm. Because for example, I was taking this class and remember I, I was so pissed off and I, I remember I used that class because I was so pissed off I just wanted to get rid of it and it was a, it was a, it was a class that they were saying that every hero in this world it was all about them and they were comparing it to Jesus and how every every religion carries on that you have to in, uh, how do you like uh, eat this hero right and I was just thinking like you know this is so blasphemous but you know you have to take those classes and and now that I, now that I'm seeing this God is telling us to to put him his blood and his flesh within you so when these these spirits these um these demons come and try to take what's within you they see the number one thing which is the blood of Christ and you're completely covered in it and then just like this what happens the world perishes but you are not you're alive so the holy supper is is super super powerful i think and and i even think even for uh like deliverance like if like if you need to be like uh like if you have like demons bothering you bro like that's like the best the best way to, to, to do it as well i've had a few people tell me that dude santa cena is like the number one thing that makes people like go crazy and, uh, and uh, you know makes you clean and um yeah, go ahead, please, please, please. I was going to say, oh, sorry. Do you want to go first? Okay, I was going to say that, Danny, the reason this happens is because it's a tribunal. Um, I, when I heard oh. the apostle say this, uh, in, like he had like a Q&A, and I heard the apostle Sergio talk about this, I literally was so mind-blown. He was talking about how there's th uh, three tribunals. I hope I'm saying this right. Um, the first one is the Holy Spirit's tribunal. The second one is the Son's tribunal, or Jesus. And the third one is the Father's tribunal. But obviously, today we're talking about the Holy Supper. So the one we're talking about is the Holy Spirit's tribunal which is the Holy Supper. And if we read 1 Corinthians eleven twenty eight. it says, let a person examine himself then and so eat the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill and some have died. But if we judge ourselves truly, we would not be judged. And uh, this, is, this is what he was saying, that we are the accused or I, let's use the I. I am the accused. I am the judge guided by the Holy Spirit to repentance. 
and Jesus is our lawyer, right? Who defends us to the to the Father. But uh, yeah, this is the Holy Spirit's tribunal. Every time we take the Holy Supper, it's as if we are presenting ourselves in a courtroom and saying, okay, I am the one who is being tried for whatever it is, um, my passions, my desires, everything that is not in the order of Christ. Um, I also am the one judging myself because who else can tell you, right? The Holy Spirit is kind of like, oh, you did that and it was, uh, that was not good, right? <laughs> and Jesus is the one who says, hey, but I paid. When we drink his blood, when we drink, uh, my God, yeah, when we drink his blood, when we drink his blood and eat his body, it's almost like if he's saying like, it's okay, you're, you're free. No, hmm. um, no condemnation, no condemnation, no sentence for you. It's as if he takes the blame or actually it's not as if it is because mm -hmm. he takes the blame. And, and just what you said, I know you want to speak, just but let, let, but let me talk about the, the blood because she said what she said in, in Genesis 4, 10, it says, and the Lord, uh, he tells Cain, the Lord tells Cain, what have you done? What have you done? Sorry. Oh my God. I can't speak today. What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. And you might say, Danny, but what does this have to do? The word blood cries out something the the blood cries out something so for example look what the bible says the bible says even if your sin is as red as crimson yeah. i will make it as Once white snow. as snow meaning that that blood is saying there needs a payment to be done mm -hmm. this blood when we sin we spill blood and this blood is calling for justice Genesis sinned, Danny sinned, Deborah sinned. Who's going to pay this justice? And when we take the Holy Supper, we're giving it that Clorox. Mm -hmm. And when it hits this blood, it makes it white. And then we ask, what debt? We, we wonder, what's the debt that we owe? Because through Jesus Christ and his, beautiful, Jesus Christ and his blood, all the debts are paid. Go, That's go ahead. I was just going to go back to what you were saying, what the Holy Spirit does after we we drink we drink the blood and we eat the bread, right? But something that I would that I found interesting when I was studying is if we go to 1 Corinthians 10:16, it says the cup of blessing, the cup of blessing that we bless, it is not a participation in the blood of Christ. The bread that we break is not a particip participation in the body of Christ. And if we if we go um if we search up what participant means, it means colonia. I remember um, Pastor Luis was talking about this, and colonia means society. So if we go to Acts 2.42, um, there were apostles, um, they were teaching, they were, they were giving the word, they were breaking the bread, and they were also in a society, they were unity. So the Santa Cena also allows us, the Holy Supper, sorry, allows us to um, remember the the society that we're from we're the society of blood of jesus christ and so if we go to ephesians 2 13 it says but now jesus christ who you were once were who were sorry i can't read um who were once were off have been brought near by the blood of jesus christ so the first thing that also the holy supper does if you were far far away the holy spirit with the blood brings you back um i remember he was saying that because of the sins we were excluidos what's how do you say that in English? Excluded. We were excluded, but now, but now because we're taking the Holy Supper, now because we're we accepted Jesus Christ, God makes us citizens of the Holy Supper, and not only that, once become once we become the citizens, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, we're part of now of his promises. So that's eternal life. That's eternity, uh, eternal grace, eternal mercy. So now every time we take the Holy Supper, we remember now, okay, God has made us a citizen. Now we're part of his promise because we were once lost. And then he found a way to bring us back closer. So it's important to also know that the Holy Supper also benefits us because it brings us together as one, as one like blood of Jesus Christ. And I wish if you guys can find this verse, that'd be amazing. It says, there's a verse in uh, Paul says, it says, aren't we baptized in the same spirit? Aren't we, are we in the same spirit, the same water, the same, and he's saying the same God under the same. And, and, and that's exactly what you were saying, right? When we take the Holy Supper, not only are we getting our genetics changed, not only are we getting, um, you know, free of sin, not only is our debt being paid, not only is there a lot of things that are happening spiritually, but you become one with your brother and sister. You, don't you guys ever wonder why we call each other brother and sister? Because of this. Yeah. Because we have the same blood now. Mm-hmm. When we all take in the Holy Supper, we don't know. We, we, that means that you and I are not brothers and sisters. No, no. What it means is that spiritually, now we're brothers and sisters. Spiritually, now we have become brothers and sisters. And, and, and people might say, yeah, Danny, but you know, there's no such thing uh, of, of this you know, uh, Holy Supper within the, within the Old Testament. And I want to tell you guys that in Genesis 14, 7, when, when, when Abraham is coming down, and he's, uh, you know, he takes, uh, remember that uh, Lot, uh, Lot is stolen something? Uh, Lot is like being kidnapped and then Abraham goes, fights the person and takes everything that he needs. And then it says that he comes back and Melchizedek, the king of Salem, look what he brought out. He brought out bread and wine and he was the priest of the God of Most High. And then Abraham gave his tithe. Meaning they were doing this because there was a, what's it called? There was a priest there. Now, God, Jesus, becomes the all supreme priest, which is in the order of Melchizedek. And now he brings out what? His wine, his bread, and says, this is my flesh now. Now, take this, and now you are free to give your offerings. You see what I'm saying? That's why they didn't take, that's why they didn't give the offerings and then cleanse themselves. But they cleansed themselves first and then they were ready to give offerings. So just so like, I know we have a lot of points uh, bouncing around, but just so we understand how powerful this is, right? Just just to just to recap, and that would help me if I forget anybody. Number one, it makes us brothers and sisters, right? It, it, it changes our genetics. It cleanses our sins, right? It tells the spiritual powers we are being protected by Jesus Christ, which is the blood of the lamb. And then number five was, uh, we, it makes us, uh, how do I say that? It makes us suitable to give offerings, right? Because uh, the Bible says, um, the Bible says there's a verse in the Bible that says, if you are fighting with your brother, leave your offering in the altar, go say sorry to him and then come back and, and see. Meaning he doesn't want people to come dirty to his altar. He doesn't want people to come unworthy to his altar. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why it's important for us to make sure that we come clean with him and then give our offering. Do you have something to say? I, I wanted to say, but I, can go, go, I please, go somewhere yeah, else? Okay. Yeah. I, I was going to say, if we read John 13, uh, 1 through 11, um, we're not, I'm not going to read it all to you guys, but you guys should read it. It's, it's pretty much talking about like uh, before the Feast of Passover, mm-hmm. um, Jesus washes the feet of the disciples, you know? And he also talks about... Um, 
Judas. Mm-hmm. Uh, in let's just read the one from ten. Jesus said to him, "The one who has bathed." Oh, because uh, Peter tells him, "Like, oh, don't just wash my feet, Lord. Uh, wash my wash my hands too." So Jesus says to him, "The one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean." And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him, and that's why he said, "Not all of you are clean." And I just wanted to say that when they sat at the table, there's there's things that happen, and right, we come to the table every time there's uh, the Holy Supper. And what happened was that there was feet cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus comes and he cleans your feet, which is what a new walk, a new mm-hmm. way, which is what a we were path, saying, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it, it just can't be the same. And also, the second thing that I think is so incredible is that Jesus exposes Judas. Like he exposes oh, yeah. the Judases mm-hmm. and he exposes every part of you, right? And there's parts of you, uh, there's parts of us, guys, not just of you, uh, parts of me too that betray Jesus. There just is, uh, because we are imperfect and, and vile beings. Um, but our Judases are exposed, and it's either we kill the Judas, we say no, this Judas has no place in us, or we give it strength by continuing to partake and never changing. And if we give the Judas strength by not killing it, um, what do we do? We end up fully betraying Jesus, selling him out, becoming the one that is, uh, like we were saying on top, becoming the one who is guilty of his of his death, right? Uh, how did it say in the, in the first part? Uh, do you guys remember? Uh, the one that we read like 16 times now. Um, the one if you discern the- Oh, you, you drink judgment on yourself. On yourself. Um, yeah, the one that we read to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's crazy, right? And I, although I love the feet cleaning, I'm so grateful for that. I also feel the need to express that we need to be able to identify our Judas. Uh, the Judas inside of us, we need to be able to identify it and not just identify it and be like, oh, sick, cool. I, I, glad I know who you are. Mm-hmm. No, but to completely say, you're, literally, you're dead to me. I don't want any part of you, uh, whatever... Uh, is alive in you i kill completely and you will have no strength from this point on um all of the judases in me dead done out because i don't want it to have strength because if we have strength then we truly betray jesus guys mm-hmm. um and we become like him who sells him for silver and i'm just i know you guys want to speak guys want to tell you guys that just maybe like if you guys haven't read the bible i think yeah i should jesus <laughs> before literally guys before he hands out the, the bread and wine he says one of you guys will betray me. Mm-hmm. And you know who asks, is it me, Jesus Christ? Judas. Meaning, just like what my sister said, he didn't even know he was capable of it. Mm-hmm. And even if you if you read it, it says that, it sees that Jesus is one of his close, you know, close, close persons. He was the treasure of, of the of the disciples of the of the of the apostles and, and Jesus trusted him mm-hmm. and yet he betrayed him. him just for 30 cents bro just <laughs> 30 cents, <laughs> 30 cents. Hey, I think a little bit more than 30 cents but no, what yeah. I'm trying to say is like like imagine imagine t- Jesus coming up to you and saying it to your face for example look mm-hmm. he tells Peter you will deny me no I won't boom 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 denies him three times <laughs> right but yeah. he told them but Judas he never told them he never told Judas, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna sell me out. You're gonna sell me for for a few pieces of silver." But he said at the end, it was his last chance to be like, "Okay, I'm sorry, God, I have this plan." You know what I'm saying? He could have said it, but he knew that it had to happen so we can be alive today. Yeah, of course. But but what I'm trying to say is, before he gave the holy supper, he said, "Someone will betray me." And Judas had the oh, pantalones. That's- 
<laughs> the audacity, bro. The audacity, bro, to say, oh, is it me, God? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Please. Well, like, just for a little food for thought, um, Judas's second name is like Issachera? Issachera? Yeah. Issachera. Sorry, forgive me for my pronunciation. It literally means assassin. So, like, wow, put, it, really? put it into the context of like what he did to Jesus. Just. It's little breadcrumbs right there, bro. But yeah, wow. uh -huh. I know. Yeah, even the name Judas carries uh carry carries like like a whole like betrayal name, right? Agree, like yeah. like nobody, you're never gonna go outside in the world and say, "Oh, what's your name? My name's Judas." Yeah. You know, I'm like Judas is like, a, or for example, Cain. Mm -hmm. Dude, I only know one person named Cain, mm -hmm. and he's in the and he's in the UFC, literally. But I've only seen one person that has ever. For you to call somebody your son or your daughter like Lily or or like it's like an evil spirit like it's mm -hmm. like it's it must like I think you messed up their life and their spiritual life in that sense right and, and just Judas messed up uh, that name but it's beautiful how Judas messes up that name and yet Christ chooses another apostle to replace him mm -hmm. named Judas. And uh, just, 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 just so you guys understand. Yes, yes. Sorry, it's because I was not done with my thought, but I wanted you guys to be able to go in there. It's just my thoughts are too long. But I just was gonna say that after he says this, uh, after he says like not all of you are clean, um, he he says just as I have washed uh, your feet, now you have to wash others' feet. Mm -hmm. And then he he goes on to to teach about the one who is greater is the one who serves, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's it's important that uh, not only do we take the holy supper and cleanse everything we've done before but but really start acting in a different manner in a manner that really shows jesus that emulates christ a, a, a manner that literally someone looks at you and says something's different like what does this guy have i don't know and when they ask you what's different about you you can say christ is in me christ is alive in me and i abide in him because i partake in this holy supper in the right way i discern the body of christ in the right way and i learn to serve my brothers i learn to serve well maybe you shouldn't serve your sisters but you know you know you get what i mean right like mm -hmm. you serve each other understanding these things and uh i i think it's crazy how we were talking about the judas thing right um a little bit lower if you if you read uh 20 21 and 29 uh the one that i like or the one that i want to talk about oh it's 20 it's all of john 13 guys but uh he pretty much says like one of you will betray me right mm -hmm. but uh he says whoever i give the morse uh the morsel of bread when i have dipped it is the one who's going to betray me and then he tells Judas, what you are going to do, do it quickly. And I think ah. it's incredible, right? That Judas did not, he could have, there was so much time for him to take it back. But even Jesus telling him, I know what you're going to do, go do it. And guys, don't you ever feel that way? Mm -hmm. That sometimes you're going to sin and it's almost like, you're like, I know it's wrong and I'm still going like to do it. something's holding you back yeah. and you're just like, oh. No, the times that it's holding you back, I'm like, yes. But the times when you know it's wrong and you're like, YOLO, I'm still mm -hmm. doing it. Unless you guys don't have any of those times. I do. I have those times where I'm like, I, I know this is bad and I'm still going to do it. And it's, I, duh, that is my Judas and I must kill it. And sometimes I let it live. And uh, that makes me so frustrated because I wish I was stronger and had more self-control. But this is what, what I'm saying is that Jesus knows we're going to betray him. So if we can identify these before, boom, roast. We Look, roast our Judas. I, 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 think, I, think, I think to finish, because I think we're like around like 34, going, 35 minutes. I was going to tell you guys that, uh, that just, I think to end this, I wanted to say this, just what you said. Holy Supper exposes your Judas. Mm-hmm. And and if you're not being if you if the Holy Supper is not exposing your Judas, 
then you're not doing it right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's what, we, what you said when, when Christ tells Judas, you know, whatever you do, do it quickly. Um, and you said that, you know, he still goes through with it, you know, and he still gets paid for it and everything. But the Holy Supper gives him always a chance to, to reconcile. He always gives him a chance to come back. And even Peter, even all those other ones that, for example, we have Philip that says, tells Jesus, uh, Jesus, just show us the Father. That's all we want. And Jesus looks at him like, bro. You know what's what's going on, and Peter, you know, cuts the guy's ears, this uh, the the guard's ears. He, um, Peter, uh, takes away. Uh, he denies Jesus Christ three times. Peter uh, would be a little bit rude to Christ in in the boat when he says, "Oh, let me go out to you." Mm -hmm. You know, he says all these things, but he never excluded them from repentance. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to tell you is that the Holy Supper ex exposes your Judas and when you when your Judas is in the light and is showing you what your job should be is trying to kill that guy trying to literally do whatever you possibly can to remove him out of your life because that Judas comes with betrayal it comes with um it just comes with all the nasty stuff that we that that, that we don't like and look as a young guy well I, I don't think I'm young anymore but as that when I was young uh I was uh I, I wish somebody would have told me this and I would have fixed a lot of things in my life. But um, it's no time to uh, loathe in my saying, but God has made me a brand new uh, creature today. But guys, um, thank you guys for uh, showing up again once more. We bless you guys. And I ask and I tell you guys that if you guys feel um, unworthy, if you guys feel dirty, if you guys feel like you guys are not worthy to show up in church, I tell you and I tell you today that with the Holy Supper and with the blood of Christ, you are worthy and you are called to be his son, his child, and you inherit the kingdom of heaven. So don't ever feel unworthy. And uh, and if you ever do know that the blood of Christ is powerful enough to pay any debt that you have to take And I ask you guys, Lord, to please pray and take the Holy Supper if you need, if you must. Uh, so guys, I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to like us and, you know, follow us on Instagram. Take care. See you guys later.